0: Welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode two hundred and nineteen. This is your host Sean Tudor,
1: and this is Sam. This is a talk up. Nope, it's a tutor episode where we try to teach you something new.
0: Beauty mm-hmm.
1: got there,
0: dude. I don't think there's been a new Andy for Sale podcast for like four days. Five Are you days.
1: serious? Are you dying on the inside?
0: I don't know, dude. Unless it's just not popping up on my Spotify.
1: Well, DJ did just have another kid. Or did he get married?
0: Oh, no. He just had another kid. Yeah. That could be it. I, you know what? And I'd be okay with that.
1: Yeah. Because that... And I think he also got married. Because he was talking about a wedding in an episode.
0: Yeah. No, he was getting married this weekend. You know what? That's right. So, the last episode was Tuesday.
1: hmm
0: And they probably just had weekend festivities. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm all right with that. Yeah. Does it make me sad? A little bit. But am I happy for them? yes
1: you know for a fact right like the next episode he's gonna be like all oh, y'all are freaking out that i haven't posted an episode he gets so mad for sure it's so funny yeah
0: yeah he's like fuck you guys get a life yeah. and we're like our life is you yeah <laughs> so stupid dude <laughs> i
1: really should bring my coffee cup back downstairs
0: so that's not there just for looks no i thought you put that there for looks
1: no there's nothing in it like it is like clean but i don't
0: believe you there's definitely coffee staying in the bottom
1: i think it's actually chicken broth stain
0: that is disgusting
1: it's not moldy so that's good you know what we could put in here the real af coffee mug
0: truth that mm-hmm. truth that all right um what's up what's new
1: we don't do that in this episode
0: we can we can do whatever we want on this episode
1: i know but they're tutor episodes and i feel like they just want to learn fuck them and then we have more to talk about on the talk episode
0: okay sounds good we put a property under. Contract. Contract.
1: Mm-hmm. Going to go check out two more, three more. Yeah. Or we're going to go look at that one and two more. Yeah. It's exciting.
0: You bet. Well, that one and like two more deals or two more?
1: What? Yeah, that one and two more deals.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be exciting. Yep. It's good. Yeah. See where things go. Yep. Maybe we'll spend all of our money. Yep. Which we'll go into here. Lead us right in today's episode.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. It does.
0: Buying a home. Correct. This is buying a personal home, not buying an investment property.
1: That is a good uh, way to start. Sean did some research. I listened in the background very haphazardly. Are you starting with the first video you watched?
0: I, I reconfigured it all. There's some bits from everything. Okay. Why?
1: I was just gonna add, see if we're starting with like the three rules for renting. I know it's not buying a home, but it does kind of go into like the three rules of buying.
0: Three rules for renting: the thirty, thirty-three, or wait, I don't know no. fifty, thirty, twenty.
1: It was the fifty, thirty, twenty, and then it was the. Those the first three rules he got was for renting, and then the second three were for buying. Oh. But they were like similar things.
0: I just think you can use them like either way. Okay. I don't know how you couldn't use them either, eh?
1: um, Because you have to account for more with buying a home since you have to pay for, like, property taxes, insurance, and maintenance. And, like, rent is just rent.
0: Yeah. All right. This is what I'm going to do. Let's get rolling. Okay. Okie dokie, gang. Buying a personal home, what can you afford through the lender's perspective? Okay. All right. So, lenders care about two things mainly. Mm Mm-hmm. They care about your debt. And they care about your income. Easy. Simple. Too easy. And they care about this thing called your debt to income ratio. No way. So how much debt do you have in regards to your income? They want to see a debt to income ratio of less than 45%. Okay. Okay. This means they're allowing you to have 55% of your income for like all your regular spending, all that shit. And they're saying you can have 45% of your income. Be towards paying down debt.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, and like your mortgage is included in that debt.
0: Yeah, gotta, gotta gotta. So, what a bank wants to see from you, they want to see one to two years of your tax returns, your W two, um, so that that you show proof of a stable income, and your credit score. Yep. Okay, and with all that, they can see what other debts you have, and um, all that good shit. Mm. So.
1: And if, if you own your own business, you have to show two years of
0: taxes with that business. Yep.
1: If you just started it, like they usually won't.
0: They will not call it that. And co.
1: Yep. So, yeah, you have to have a minimum of two years if you own your own business. Anyways, continue. What are you doing?
0: I think she's like, why am I in this fucking corner? Is that I corner too move.
1: small? Do you need me to move over? Okay. That's continue.
0: fine. She's, she's looking at you pissed, dude. All right. So if you have a debt-to-income ratio less than 45%, here's what that means. So if you make, I'm, I'm basing everything off of two different types of making. If you make 50000 a year or if you make $100,000 a year. So if you make $50,000 a year, the bank will allow you to have $1,875 a month of payments for debt. Okay? Yep. So, if you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, well, you times by two. So, the bank will allow you to have three thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars a month in payments. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, and this is um, this is gross income.
1: So this is before taxes. Before
0: taxes. Got it. So debt to income ratio. So three thousand seven so i'm like a hundred thousand dollars i think if you're two household income that's pretty safe to say most two household incomes are probably pulling in around that yeah um so that's uh three thousand seven hundred fifty dollars you can have a month in debt slash payments that's going to include your mortgage your auto loan any personal loans um student debt credit card debt Am I missing anything big there? I don't think so. Okay. So now we know what the lender's looking for. How big of a loan should you afford? How mm-hmm. big of a payment should you afford? Not how much can you, how much should you? This is where we go into a bunch of different rules.
1: Okay. Yeah, because a lot of times the lenders will lend you more than what you should.
0: Well, this I mean, that just goes to show that a lender will technically lend you 45% of your gross income. Yeah. If you don't have any other debt, they'll lend you 45% of your gross income on a house. And that's a lot. Yeah. So the first rule is the 20% rule. Mm -hmm. Okay. Which means no more than 20% of your gross income is for your mortgage, property tax, insurance. Okay. Okay. So 20% of your gross goes towards mortgage, property tax, insurance. Mm. If you make fifty thousand dollars a year, that's eight thirty-three a month. Mm-hmm. If you make a hundred thousand dollars a year, that's sixteen hundred sixty six dollars mm-hmm. a month. Okay, that you can afford. Dave Ramsey says twenty five percent of your gross income should go towards mortgage, principal interest.
1: Okay. Which
0: sorry, sorry, mortgage, which is your principal in- interest, and property tax and insurance.
1: Um which, doesn't Dave Ramsey usually talk about paying for a house outright?
0: Mm, he talks about paying it off as fast as you can, but okay. he doesn't, yeah. So, what he says is, uh, so 25%. So, with $50,000, that would mean you can have monthly payment of 1041 With With 100000 you can have $2,080 $2, a month. $2,080 okay. a month of payment. So, I mean... If you think about it, like I think this house for us is 1500 a month mm-hmm. including property tax and insurance. Yep. We're sitting pretty decent on our on our housing front.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah we are.
0: Um next one is the 28% rule, same shit, 28% of gross income or mortgage, right? Mm. Then we move into
1: And these are like different ones that like you can pick what fits best mm-hmm. in your
0: life yeah yeah this is all just like th- there's just a thousand rules for anything you want next one this is probably my favorite one Thirty thirty three rule
1: you like this one the most
0: yes and i'm going to tell you why okay out of the percentage rules for gross income i like this the most i okay. will tell you the one i like the most okay um what this means is 30 percent of your gross income goes towards your mortgage property tax and insurance mm. this rule doesn't include this here but guys keep in mind if you don't put 20 percent down on a home you're also most likely going to have your property mortgage insurance your pmi yeah property which, mortgage insurance yep. yeah
1: which is another 100 dollars a month
0: uh it depends on the value of the property but okay. yeah usually it can be anywhere from like 80 to a Couple hundred a
1: month, mm. and do you? Sorry, a little bit random, but do you have to refi to get that off of your mortgage once oh. you hit the ten percent? Because I don't think they automatically take it off. I don't do think they? it
0: goes; it goes away at twenty percent. So you have to oh, get yeah, down yeah. to twenty percent.
1: But so, does it automatically go away, or do you have to like refi or something?
0: I, no, no, no. It just it'll go away at that point. I'm, okay. fa- I'm fairly certain okay. once you hit yeah. So you'd have to get your property reappraised. Yeah. To show that, okay, now we can remove it. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next thing, 30, th- or So the 30% gross income towards mortgage. Mm-hmm. Next thing is 30% of your purchase price saved in cash. Mm-hmm. So that's the next 30, which means 20% is for a down payment yep. and 10% for savings. The last thing is, the three, is don't buy a house more than three times your income. Yep. Okay. So fifty thousand dollars, or we'll just do a hundred thousand. So for a hundred thousand dollars a year, if that's what you make, your household makes a hundred thousand, that allows you a twenty five hundred dollars a month payment. You should not buy a house more than three hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars and you should have ninety thousand dollars saved up to put down on the house. Or ninety thousand saved up because you gotta put sixty thousand dollars on the house. Yeah. Which isn't crazy. Like if you think about it, if you save for a couple years, that's not crazy. To save up ninety grand, I don't think that's crazy.
1: If you're only making a hundred grand,
0: well, I didn't. Say, yeah, you gotta go hustle a lot harder, guys.
1: Okay, but then the thirty percent raises. Oh, it's thirty percent of the home value. So if you go with the max home value of three hundred thousand, then that's mm-hmm. what it is. Okay, got it.
0: So I actually pulled up Carl's calculator mortgage calculator mm-hmm. so if you were to buy a property for 300 grand yep you're putting 20 percent down payment with a seven and a half percent interest rate mm-hmm. for 30 years yeah okay you're going to be at 1678 a month okay then you got to add insurance which is going to be probably around 100 to 150 a month mm-hmm. so let's just round that up to um one thousand, let's just say we're at eighteen hundred a month. Yep. Then we're gonna add on our property taxes. Let's say we're at f- thirty five for the year, thirty-six for the year. So that'd be an extra three hundred. Mm-hmm. So we'd be at twenty one hundred a month in payments. So twenty one hundred a month in payments, we are actually if we're at twenty one hundred a month in payment for a three hundred thousand dollar house, we are actually in the threshold of the twenty five percent rule.
1: Oh damn
0: yeah so we're right at 25% rule Mm -hmm. which is good now this is my favorite rule 50 30
1: 20 this so this one was for renting doesn't matter i know it doesn't but i'm just i'm telling you like that guy he used this one for renting
0: yeah yeah it's very simple this is for after tax Mm -hmm. you can use this in any which way no more than 50% on needs which is housing, food, transport, slash auto, utilities.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: 30 no more than 30 percent on wants, travel, hobbies, streaming, phone, yeah. life, luxury, whatever. 20 is 20 percent for savings and debt payment. Mm-hmm. And I think the only debt payment I would truly say is like a valid debt payment would be like student loans. Mm.
1: Well, I mean, you can always like add extra to your car payment too.
0: Oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Makes to get sense. that finished on faster. Yeah. Yeah. Or paying down your house faster. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So what we're getting at, why I like this, this, is, this makes a lot of sense. You're saving 20%. Mm-hmm. Right away, you're saving 20% um for savings and investing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I do like the fact sorry. I do like the fact that if you put that into like your house more, um you can just get like a HELOC and get that money back out. Right. Yep. Cool. Anyways, continue
0: So 20%, I love 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 the idea of 20% for savings. Uh 30% on luxury. Mhm. Um what are you, you know, what are your luxuries you have and then 50% on your needs it's just sick it's a, it's a good way to whatever but so this is what uh in the video we watched we talked about this but this is what sam and i did and th- this is what we did and this is how we kind of run our lives is we like reverse engineer our budget mm-hmm. and we pay ourselves first this goes into 1000 percent. the richest man in babylon which is like one of my favorite books that i talk about all the time richest man in babylon you pay yourself first yep so if, for this rule, you're doing 20% savings, right away, you, you write out a budget, 20% savings. You, you're you just putting that in there. You can't even touch that. And this is after tax, so it's exact amounts. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So If you have a $50,000 salary, this is exact. You know how much it is, right? So you set aside 20% of your savings. Then you go into your needs or, like, what things you're not going to, uh, like, falter on. Mm-hmm. So... We have like a pretty strict food diet that we know we're going to spend for food. Yep. We write that in there. Um, so we have our food, we have like our our Netflix, our insurance, our auto, um, Mimi's Bark Box, Mimi's Bark Box, our, our uh, f- cell phones, mm-hmm. um, audible pandora yeah we put in the shit that we're like day-to-day this is for us like yep. this is what we're doing right mm-hmm. um
1: so yeah all of our subscriptions all of um and then we put in our weekly budget like sean and i get a hundred dollars cash a week yep. to spend yep like it is very and i even have it in order of like what time of the month it comes out
0: yeah so yeah that like that is all thrown in so we paid our savings 1st mm-hmm then we broke down all of our like non-negotiables, and then we're left with a pile, mm-hmm. and that pile is for housing, mm-hmm. and um, like vacation, yeah, or like you know, and so then we can see at the end like okay, well we could have afforded a lot more expensive of a house than this two hundred thousand dollar house, yeah, or, like we have a loan at two hundred thousand, we could have afforded something a lot more but we decided not to so we could save money to do like trips and shit mm-hmm. and like have a Corvette yeah. and whatever, you know.
1: Sorry, did you uh, say in there that we save the 20% first and then our budget is based off that?
0: Yep, so okay, we save so. our 20% and then everything else.
1: Yep. So yeah, I it, it confuses me sometimes when I look at it because I'm just like, man, like how are we only like have this much money? And then I'm like, oh yeah, because it's only 80% of our income, not right, 100%. Yep. That's how much, like, we put it away and forget about it.
0: It's every single time, no matter what, it does not matter.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, my God. Hmm. I just realized I paid myself, but I didn't transfer money.
1: Dang. Slacker.
0: I know. I'll do that after this. All right. So that's kind of how you reverse engineer it, right?
1: I like that way best.
0: Reverse engineering is my favorite way. You always pay yourself first. Mm-hmm. Always, always, always pay yourself first. Non-negotiable.
1: Yeah, and then it's an easy way, I'd say, to like look at your subscriptions and be like, okay, what do I truly need? Because mm-hmm. like once you like put them all in there, and then you see what you have left over for the month, you're just like, oh man, do I really need to spend twenty bucks a month on Netflix?
0: Right. So then, next things here are like a couple more of my thoughts always shop if if, this is for the average person this is not for like investors or like what we do right Mm -hmm. Sam and I we pretty much buy a house add value to it and we know we could sell it in two years not be hit with taxes make some money move on to another house Mm -hmm. are we going to do that with this house probably not but we did that with our last house and that's kind of like what we do to a house for the average person buying a home You do not want to buy a house if you are not going to live there for at least seven years. Seven years is supposed to be your break-even period. Yeah. So technically, if you want to go through all that hassle and shit, don't even buy something if you're not going to live there for 10 years. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, So your break-even on a house typically is seven years. So when you're looking for something, don't buy unless you're going to be there for 10 years. Mm Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of my thought on, on it. And then the other thing with it is like um, if you do decide you're going to buy, shop lenders. Shop different options. Don't just go to the first bank and go like, oh, yeah, this makes sense. Because mm-hmm. like even we know we can go some places and get lending at 8.75% right now. Most places will lend us commercial at 875 mm-hmm. Well, I know places where you can do personal around seven and a half, Mm -hmm. and I know places where you can do commercial, some commercial for six and a half. So, like, you have to shop. Yeah. You have to, have to shop.
1: And I think it's your credit score is going to take a hit, but it shouldn't matter. But if you do it like all within one month, is it one month before it hits you? I thought it was like one week.
0: I think you can, I think you can shop. I think you can shop um, and do as many like quotes as you want within, oh, I think it is one to two weeks. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, It's one to two weeks. So
1: just honestly, like any place that you can think of, um, yeah, apply there within a week.
0: Yeah, Sam and I did that because if you, your credit score will only get hit once mm-hmm. if you do, if you check all in one week. Yeah. And so we checked, we wrote down a list <laughs> of banks mm-hmm. and we just, boom, submitted all of them. Mm-hmm. to see which one gave us the best and then we went with that yeah
1: and don't do like all big banks like try some small credit unions try some like mm-hmm. um i don't think we've ever had luck with like u.s bank but we know people that have had luck with us yeah bank.
0: oh so one other thing there's the uh, usa usda loans mm-hmm. usda loans which is for like f- agriculture farming stuff yeah um and it also is like hobby farm shit too uh, qualifies for that oh okay the interest rates for that still in the fives so if we wanted to buy a house like in the country and have a hobby farm which we do um have a hobby farm and like whatever we could look at doing a usda loan and get um like a high five percent interest rate how fucking crazy is that shit
1: that's the same as what we have now isn't it yeah five eight five interesting mm-hmm,
0: something to think about all right so those are my oh so with all that the best best thing you can do mm-hmm. before they always it was always the joke about like you know like the rich uncle mm-hmm. who didn't ever get a wife or have kids mm-hmm. i do believe we have reached a point in time where having a spouse is almost paramount in, in affordability. Yeah, 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 Most everything now is based off of, like, a two-income family. Yep. And so unless you're a massive high earner yourself, um, and I'm talking, like, unless you're making six figures yourself, you should really consider a spouse or a roommate. Yes, 100%. And so <laughs> a spouse. Just go get fucking married. Um,
1: but, yeah, I mean, if you're going to buy a house, like – have some friends would live with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean and I had roommates for the almost the entire time we were at Robin.
0: Yeah. Then, but this is one other thing. Say you really want to live by yourself, mm-hmm. and you don't have a significant other, and you don't, you know, you don't want a roommate. House hack. Buy a duplex, triplex, or fourplex. Yeah. That is probably the best advice I could give. Period. Is if you can look at buying like a four unit property, live in one of the units with like, even if you got a a significant other or a roommate, dude, you can actually make money to live. Yeah. And that's all the extra, all that extra money you can save to invest and keep doing that. Yep. And you can get a new one of those every year. And you can do that for, I think you can have up to 10. So you can do it for 10 years.
1: 10 personal 10 personal yeah
0: so you can technically do that every year for 10 years at the end of it have 10 rentals all bringing you in cash flow yeah so i really think like my personal thought is that like if you're willing to do that do that Mm -hmm. all right so any questions on any of that before we get into what is better buying or renting
1: no i think that's all clear
0: love it All right, is buying or renting better? What do you think?
1: Well, I already know the answer.
0: Well, no, no. Personally, what do you think?
1: It's just so hard because – so I will put this out there, right? In the U.S., like, we're very – like, we were told you need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. Um, But in most other countries, like, most European countries, I think the majority of people rent. Sorry. Uh. The majority of people rent because you don't have to worry about taxes, maintenance, nothing like that.
0: As much as people want to think their house is is an asset, it's a liability.
1: Yep. So, I mean, if I wasn't taught that you need to buy a house, I think I would say renting.
0: Unless you are house hacking, Mm -hmm. rent. Yep. Here's why. Sorry, I choked on my fucking water like a Neanderthal. All right.
1: At some point, I'm going to have to edit out all of our swearing for YouTube. Yeah, someday. They haven't flagged us, so I don't care.
0: Rent is rent. Everything we just talked about is all the rules we just put out and all that shit is just that. So say 25% of our gross income, okay? hmm We can spend on housing. Mm-hmm. That's $2,500 a month, right? Yeah. You never have a question about what rent is. You don't have to worry about insurance going up. You don't have to worry about property taxes going up. You don't have to worry about maintenance, capital expenditures, other expenses like lawn care, anything like that. All you have to worry about is, or all you need to know is you have budgeted $2,500 to spend on rent and that's what it is, right? Mm -hmm. What kind of fucking place could we rent for $2,500 a month in eau claire wisconsin
1: uh, there's some
0: okay hold on if we were to actually not go stupid and go rent the new dumb shit they're building downtown my phone
1: yeah it'll be a delayed response but i will tell you
0: remember that remember the shit we walk with ryan the side-by-side duplexes four bed three baths you remember those ones mm-hmm. the guy was getting seventeen fifty a month in rent granted that was 2021 yeah, 2021. You remember how fucking nice those were? Very nice. Way nicer in this place. Mm-hmm. Way nicer. For $1,700. All right. Rent. Why rent is great is rent is a set amount. Okay? That's that. I'm going to explain buying. What costs are included in buying that most people might not think about? So first you have your mortgage. Your mortgage is principal and interest. Interest is what you pay on the loan that you don't get back. Principle is essentially your debt pay down. There's two two main types of mortgage. Your two main types of mortgage is a fixed rate mortgage and a variable rate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Fixed rate means for 30 years you lock in an interest rate and you know your payment for the next 30 years. Mm -hmm. Variable is... You lock it in for a certain length. Three year, five year, seven year, ten year is most common. Five years most common, but three, five, seven, ten are typically your options. So you lock in a rate for those terms. Now, your which, what that means is after like five years, you have the potential of your mortgage your mortgage payment changing because your interest rate changed. And that could be for the good or for the worse. Now. So we know we haven't, especially most most common conventional is a thirty year fixed rate mortgage. So we know what we're paying per month. That's awesome, right? Great, mm-hmm. grand, good. We know the exact payment for our prop or for our property for our mortgage. Now, what else we have to consider is our property taxes, and you can get your property taxes and your insurance escrowed every year. You can pay that into the bank, and they'll send it out and pay it. Your Payment can change every month or every year. Your payment can change every year because property taxes tend to adjust annually as the home value goes up. Your insurance also adjusts annually and typically only goes up. So your payment will typically go up most years. Not by a lot, but by a little bit. hmm Now we have another thing that's really cool and fun called maintenance. Okay. Maintenance is something you don't have to worry about when you rent, but you do when you buy. So there's a couple rules with maintenance. One is the 1% rule, which means you will roughly pay 1% of your home's value in repairs per year. So we are in a Um, The home's value, the home value we have is around $300, okay? Um, That means roughly we will have maintenance of $3,000 a year for this house. Another way to look at it is the square foot rule, which is budget $1 for every square foot of livable space. I do not like this rule because it's a fugazi. Mm -hmm. Because we've got like 1,600 square foot in this house. um, So that would give us half the amount to spend in maintenance, and I do not trust that. Another thing you have, so after maintenance, another thing you have with home ownership is something called capital expenditures. And this is big things you have to plan for. This is your siding costs, your windows, your roof, your furnace, your air conditioner. Um, These are big ticket items that aren't like a little maintenance break. They're like fuck, I really need to save money every single month for this. Mm -hmm. Because next thing you know, we just talked about this on our W this morning. Yeah. What happens, like the prices of a roof, um, I'm going to tell you the price of a roof, how much it's gone up in the last seven years. I was talking to a gentleman who's got a rental very similar to the size of mine. He said he got, in 2016, he had that property redone by a contractor that contractor charged him $12,000 for material and labor to do that roof we had gotten three different quotes and the three different quotes were 32,000 35,000 and 38,000 roughly three times the amount to hire a company for labor and material to do the same roof. Seven year difference.
1: That's insanity.
0: Now I had our company do it. Mm-hmm. Mine and Kyle's. We did it and we had a gentleman help us. And uh, our cost. Our cost to do this. Was 18500 That was our cost to pay for material. The cost of material. No markup. And to pay for our guys at the cost of our guys. Not like, not charging out at what we charge out at $75 an hour. Mm -hmm. It's to charge what we pay hourly. Our cost was $18,500. That's how much this shit has gone up in seven years. So I said to Sam, is the average. The average family does not have more. I think the average family only has like two thousand dollars in their savings. Yeah, it's a, it's very very low. Don't quote me on that exact amount, but um,
1: it's definitely not a roof.
0: No, majority of people, the majority of the people don't have ten thousand dollars in savings. Mm-hmm. This house on this roof to contract out to a customer is roughly ten thousand dollars to do this roof. Damn, on our personal house, mm-hmm. okay. So that would eat up all of somebody's savings if you save ten grand. Mm -hmm. Now, what happens in the same year when your roof and furnace goes out and your furnace is forty five hundred dollars to replace, and your roof just went out for ten? Who's got Who's got fifteen grand laying around? Not many. Not many people. So I was saying to Sam, capital expenditure wise. People that own a house they might be able to pay for the maintenance that's coming up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: How many people can afford their new furnace? How many people can reside their home? And that, this is what this is why Kyle and I have a business mm-hmm. These houses, people neglect them. People neglect them for 30, 40, 50 years because they don't know how to save right They don't put that money back into their house to keep it in good condition. So Kyle and I have to come in. This is where houses become a big liability. You're either consistently putting money into the house mm-hmm. for upkeep or you're not putting money in for upkeep and you're not going to have the value when you go to sell your house. Right. And so people will go to sell their house. They bought their house for hundred, $100,000 in 2000. They bought their house for $100,000. Now they're looking to sell it to us For $90,000, 23 years later, when the market's gone way the fuck up. Mm -hmm. And they're like, no, this doesn't make sense. I should get this much more. And I'm like, yeah, but for 23 years, you didn't put a roof. The roof's starting to leak. So now do I not only have to do a roof, I have to repair drywall in the house. The siding, that's wood siding that you need to scrape and paint. um, And you could have just scraped and painted it 10 years ago and you'd be fine. is now rotted. And now I have to redo your siding. Oh, you also haven't updated your kitchen in 45 years. All your floor coverings need to be redone. Your bathroom's leaking. You can see the fucking... Your wax ring's been leaking on your toilet for years. Your house, because you did not keep on the upkeep, that house that's worth $200,000. If you would have done all these things and done all the upkeep, it probably would have been about sixty dollars to $80,000 over the years, and you would have made $20,000 from owning that house for 23 years. Instead, you didn't. Mm-hmm. And now you're losing money by me buying it from you. Because you didn't want to do the upkeep throughout the years. And that's why if you are owning and not renting your mortgage payment a month, I believe you also need to factor in your savings. Mm-hmm. So, like us, we pay fifteen hundred all in. Mm-hmm. We can afford twenty five hundred. Yeah. We should save $1,000 a month, which is gross. So if you look at it on the lower side, we should save roughly $700 a month for our capital expenditures down the road. Yeah. If we were going to stay here long term. Yeah. People do not think about that. No. So capital expenditures, that's a big one that most people aren't thinking about. That is why Kyle and I have a business. And I applaud everybody who does not do their capital expenditures because I will be willing to buy your house. Okay. The last thing to think about when owning a house is your other expenses. Mm -hmm. Do you have HOA fees? Do you pay for landscaping? Do you pay for mowing? Do you pay for plowing? Do you pay for pest remediation? Whatever it is, it's your other expenses. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want a fence, shit like that, right? So that is the breakdown of buying versus renting. Mm -hmm. Pretty gnarly, right? Yeah, it is all right real quick the last things all but four major metros in the in the nation all but four major metros in the nation is cheaper to rent than own
1: which is crazy because when we post stuff people, or th- yeah when I see posts like rentals on Facebook everyone comments it's cheaper to buy a house than it is to rent for these days
0: people are idiots the last thing is Redfin. Redfin came out with a, na- a nationwide personal home cost is 25% more than renting.
1: I'm not surprised. Me neither. Um, yeah, because you got to think like property taxes go up, insurance has been going up, uh, the cost of everything has been going up. And if you rent, like, they're only going to tick you up a little bit.
0: They don't want to lose you. Yeah. And most likely, if you've been renting at a place for long enough, uh, they only need to get a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And that's just how our rentals are. Like, we have a lot of our rentals locked in at 3.75. Mm-hmm. I think eight of our rentals are locked in at 3.75%. And so, we can get away with charging a little less for those rentals. Yeah.
1: Okay, are you ready? Let's hear it. This is the one of the most expensive ones I could find. Okay. Okay, near Lake wisota Okay. Uh it's a four bed, two bath Okay. Twenty one hundred square feet. Okay. Um pretty nice. Got a front porch, got a back deck. Uh pretty plain Jane cabinets, carpet and bedrooms. How much do you think? Twenty
0: four hundred.
1: Oh, two car garage too, actually. Twenty
0: four hundred. Seventeen hundred. <gasps> That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. Like think of living cause that place is definitely nicer than this.
1: Oh, yeah. Here,
0: you can look at it if you want. Jesus, fuck. That's nicer than this. Yeah. My God.
1: Um, there's a couple that I found also by Lake Wisota that had granite countertops. Much nicer, like much much more updated kitchen. 1600 But those ones are th- three bed, two baths, not four bed, two baths. So,
0: I mean, I guess the, the difference is we don't have a big yard with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Right. Um, Owner pays for lawn water septic. Tenants responsible for electricity, propane, trash. That's decent too. Yeah, that's actually really. That's good. fucking decent. Seventeen twenty-five. Think about that for a second. Mm-hmm. We pay fifteen. We, I think it's fifteen eighty. We pay for our house. Fifteen yeah.
1: eighty. Well, I guess you. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: That doesn't include any. We got upkeep on this motherfucker.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We got upkeep. Yep. There ain't no upkeep on that cocksucker, mm-hmm. dude. Think like, about
1: that. I know, that's what like I do think about like some of our rentals. I feel like they're a little expensive with like the one bedroom, one bath is like 900 and yeah, the yeah. other is like 1100 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, that's a little expensive. But then I also think you do have the own privacy. Yeah. So that's really nice. Um but like those ones had septic issues. Mhm. They don't have to pay for it. We do. Mhm. So, I mean, if we didn't own rentals, I would say yeah, we could rent. You're thinking we could rent from ourselves.
0: I didn't say that. You said that. I know. I could see it in your eyes. I can see it in your eyes, babe.
1: I know. At some point I do want a cool house though.
0: No, I know. I just and, and I'm I'm content with where we're at here. We're I'm I'm really cool with staying where we're at here. Mm-hmm. But um no, I I do really, really think I I think we take too much for living the american dream owning the house doing all these things um and not enough about just renting yeah and and people
1: i think also it just sucks because 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 we're so obsessed with like buying a house people don't respect rentals so, mm, mm-hmm. people go and live a place, fucking trash it, and then pretty much ruin it for the next people because then, the obviously, the owners will have to go in, right. fix a whole bunch of shit, put in a whole bunch of money, so then rent's going to have to go up. Right. So, if people actually fucking took care of these rentals, like, that they're staying in, living in, I don't think rents would have to be no. quite as high as they are. No, they wouldn't. But nobody respects shit, like... No. It's still a house, like, it's still a home... Right. So, fucking take care of it and respect it. And if there's a maintenance thing, like, let your landlord know.
0: Dude, honestly, like, I just remember, like, all the times we rented, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: we just took care of the shit. Yeah. And we would, like, let landlord landlord know if shit was wrong, like, Mm -hmm. right away. I... Yeah.
1: I definitely, like, wouldn't leave most of my rentals, like, the cleanest. But I also, like, didn't have trash everywhere, like... I mean, the last second to last rental we lived in like yes we had a pile of trash but it was well actually we think it was all in the kitchen but we at least gathered all the trash together with the five dudes yeah
0: yeah that was difficult
1: that one was bad um
0: but we didn't destroy anything no we didn't trash anything nothing was trashed
1: no and like i said all the garbage was in one place so they just had to bring it outside right so and like and just do a general cleaning like you have to anyways uh corona's for rent Mm -hmm. Do you want to know how much it is
0: now? $1,200. Just under. Really? (laughs) Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So before Sam and I bought our first house, Mm -hmm. I proposed to her that we stay renting in the property we were renting Mm -hmm. for $745 a month. It was a two-bed, one-bath with a one-stall garage. It was a duplex, upper-lower. And they allowed pets. It had a little fenced-in yard. Mm -hmm. I proposed to Sam my love, we're looking at buying a house for $1,500. If we stay here at this place for 745 our rent will go up by like $50 a month. But we'll be like, we can just stay here until we have kids. And we can take all that money and like all the effort of working on shit, all that stuff. All of the headache, and we can reinvest it 100% into rentals, into business, into whatever, and we can just stay in this spot. And lovely Sam did not want to do that. We went on a different route, which is fine. Which is fine.
1: We made money off of that house. We made
0: money. Yeah, yeah. But but remember, my whole premise behind it was like all the time we spent Mm -hmm. fixing that house up and doing that stuff, we could have done a flip. And would we have seen similar returns? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, um, not having the hassle of moving, not having the hassle of roommates, nothing. We just had like the spot. Yeah. You know? Um, that was like my my whole premise behind it. Yeah. And and the other thing with that is, and this was the whole thing about Kyle and Katie when they moved from their campus place that they were only paying like oh, seven fifty four. Yeah. landlords like it's for rent for 1100 now right roughly yeah if we would have stayed there it wouldn't even be at a thousand because they wouldn't want to lose us yeah they would only increase because they'd say hey we got good tenants here guys we have to increase based on whatever um we're gonna it's gonna be a 50 increase yeah okay sounds good great thank you and so we would have been there for the last five years. Mm-hmm. So our seven fifty, seven forty five, we'd be at a thousand dollars a month.
1: Yeah. But
0: that still for our income is nothing. Yeah. Little fenced in yard. You know. I mean, I'm glad we're doing. I'm glad we moved and we did the things we had, had the experiences we had. But
1: it is something to consider because. Oh man. And it was like. It was the whole issue of we were raised where we were told you need to buy a house. You need to buy a house. And not even like my parents never told me like I had to buy a house. But just I feel like society in general is so like buying a house is better than renting. And it's not.
0: And I was over here the whole time, babe. Like I know. I want to just rent. Fuck owning. Owning sucks. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to buy a bunch of rentals. Owning really does suck. Yeah, it does. But. That's my investment strategy. Mm-hmm. I'm balls deep and I'm going even deeper.
1: Yeah, I was. We have raised some of our rentals, rents quite a bit. But we did that in exchange of like, we need to do things on this place. So like in order for us to fix up your place while you're living there, we do need to charge you more.
0: And not only that, we bought it based on a price. Yeah. I mean, we we buy these things for three to four times the amount of what the owner bought it for 25 years ago. Yeah. So not only has it not been updated for 25 years, we bought it at a three times the price what they bought it at. We have to increase. Yeah. You have to think what they were charging for rent before us and we had to do a 300 increase. Dude, they're making way more money than we make. Mm -hmm. They were making way more money than we're making um
1: and they, so they can't i like to say like the renters can't blame us they can blame the previous owners
0: they didn't stay up with market rent they weren't doing no. increases things like that no and another thing i will say and this is like not to be an asshole and go back on what i was saying if you get pissed at your rent increasing to near market level mm-hmm. go buy your own fucking house yeah and pay more like people throw a pity party Oh, you're increasing my rent to a hundred dollars below market value because you bought it from an owner. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're still getting a good deal, and it's way cheaper than if you go buy. Mm-hmm. Like, we've had I'm a sorry. Couple,
1: we had a couple people obviously get mad with the rent increases, and then you can tell they must have went and looked around, and then they're just like, "Nope, that's okay. Yep. I'll pay that."
0: Thank you so much. We love it here.
1: Yep, <laughs> yep. and you're just like cool. So yeah, um, that's what I got. I highly suggest renting. Um, some of my coworkers rent from us, and they're all, like, they're definitely like, we're gonna stay here for a while.
0: This is what I recommend. I recommend either renting or house hacking, mm-hmm. which is essentially renting from yourself. Mm-hmm. And I fully, fully recommend having money saved up before doing so. Mm-hmm. If you are going to buy a house and you're going to rent out some of the units and you're going to live in yours and rent it out, essentially rent from yourself, you better have 10% of that goddamn purchase price saved up for if the furnace goes out or if the roof goes out or whatever. And especially if you got a duplex or a four unit, you might be dealing with four fucking furnaces, pal. Mm -hmm. You might have four furnaces to worry about. Mm -hmm. So... Be smart. In in a roof on a fourplex, if you're doing like a a ranch-style fourplex, $30,000 to $40,000 to redo. Yeah. So be very, very smart with how how you're rolling.
1: We were thinking of house hacking with a four unit. But the one unit needed to be completely redone if that person ever moved out. The all... The appliances and furnaces and water heaters were all from when it was built like 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. And we're just like, that very quickly can be a lot of money.
0: And the rents were below market. Mm -hmm. The way we looked at it was it was at the top of our our purchase at the time is $525,000 roughly. Um, Hindsight, we should have gotten it. Hindsight, we should have gotten it 100%. We should have done it. We should have lived in it. We should have just increased things slowly. Yeah. We 100% should have done that. But so rents were about 250 less per unit than we were told mm-hmm. when we when we actually got real numbers in. So it was the total income of the property was 750 less than we were told. Yep. One of the units needed updating three of the front three or four, I think all four of the furnaces were coming up at the end of their life. Mm-hmm. There was some some massive uh, stuff uh, there, but um, hindsight is always twenty twenty. They sold that property for $675,000 this year.
1: Are you serious? Yeah,
0: we could have made 150 Gs just by owning it for Dang. a year. Because I was 22. By owning it for a year and a half, we could have made, yeah. So hindsight, it for sure would have been worth it. Yeah. But I mean, if, living there, once at first we would have had to pitch a little more money forward that we could afford. Mm -hmm. We easily could have afforded it. Yeah. And we had the money and savings too. Um, To, but if we would have taken the two years and just slowly got rents up to where they're up to market value, we would have had to pay a little more than we wanted to for two years, but we could have, that was easily in our budget. Mm It was easily in our 25%. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, overall it was a foolish move on our part, but,
1: it is things to, to consider though. Right like all those we did have the money but We
0: yeah, yes. Yeah. Th- definitely audience things to consider shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um we fucked up. But uh and we just keep fucking up. But maybe we'll learn from it one of these days. I don't know. Maybe. Questionable. Cool. Anything else? No. Cool. All right guys, I hope you enjoyed that talk on uh buying a personal home where we tried to convince you to rent forever.
1: Yep, pretty much.
0: Cool. All right. We'll catch you later.
1: See ya.